When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good risings, I'm Lizerne Shaw, and this is Hash It Out. Welcome back as we continue to explore dating. Dating is a really complex activity, and if you are in the dating world right now, you know exactly what I mean. I talk to people frequently about what it is like to date right now, and what I can say is that I know it's really hard. I haven't dated in several years now, have been married. I remember it even being hard then. However, some of the things that I've been hearing about recently aren't really things I experienced then, and they weren't things that people were experiencing on a large scale back then either. So I know that what many of you are going through is unprecedented in many ways. The level of ghosting, the frustration of endlessly swiping on people, feeling like people are skipping you over because they're always searching for the next best thing. The difficulty of actually getting together and having a conversation because of COVID, because of long work nights. It's challenging. So many people right now are really looking to meet someone that they can spend time with, that they can share their lives with. And yet, they find themselves struggling. They find themselves feeling as if they're out there. And if they're out there, it must mean that someone else like them is out there too. And yet they're not meeting that person. So what do we do about this? How do we navigate a situation that is difficult, not just because of what we're doing within that situation, but because it's difficult on a large scale for a lot of people. And to add to that, it's always been a difficult process where there's a lot of it that has to do with what you're putting into it, right? But there's also a lot of it that has to do with luck. There's a lot of it that has to do with the right timing. It's not in your control. It's not something that you can necessarily write down as a goal, you know, to meet your partner this year, your lifelong partner, and have it happen. However, there are things that you can do that it can improve your dating experience so that it doesn't feel so miserable, so that it does feel like you have some control and so that you can feel empowered rather than disempowered. My friend Logan Yuri wrote a book, How to Not Die Alone. And in this book, Logan breaks down some of the tendencies that we have when we're dating that can make dating really challenging. And I want to share these tendencies with you to see if you see yourself within any of these tendencies. And I want to share with you some of Logan's key takeaways about these tendencies. Again, Logan's book is called How to Not Die Alone. All right, so the first tendency is the romanticizer tendency. The romanticizer is someone who wants a soulmate, the happily ever after, the whole fairy tale. You love love. You believe you're single because you haven't met the right person yet, and your motto is, it'll happen when it's meant to happen. 
The next tendency for daters is the maximizer. This is someone who loves doing research, exploring all of their options, turning over every stone until they're confident that they found the right one. They make decisions carefully and they want to be 100% certain about something before they make a choice. Their motto is, why settle? Then there's the hesitator. The hesitator doesn't think they're ready for dating because they're not the person they want to be yet. They hold themselves to a high standard. They want to feel completely ready before they start a new project. And the same goes for dating. Their motto is, I'll wait until I'm a catch. Logan says, although they seem quite different, the romanticizer, maximizer, and hesitator have one major thing in common, unrealistic expectations. The romanticizer has unrealistic expectations of relationships. The maximizer has unrealistic expectations of their partner. And the hesitator has unrealistic expectations of themselves. So I'm going to share with you a few takeaways about each of these tendencies, whichever one you related with, you can start to take these things away using Logan's advice. So one key takeaway for the person who is the romanticizer is that you have to have the ability to shift your mindset from soulmate to work it out beliefs. And this is the difference between finding a life partner or not. You have to be able to recognize that your person isn't going to be a fairy tale, but Disney lied to you. And that instead, you're going to need to get used to looking for someone that you're going to have to work with. People with a work it out mindset, Logan says, know that relationships take effort and that building a successful relationship is a process. Next up are the maximizers. Maximizers, remember, obsess over making the right decisions. They want to explore every possible option before they make a choice. Instead, you want to move to being a satisficer. (laughs) Satisficers figure out what they want, Logan says, and stop looking once they've met their criteria. Research shows that these people tend to be happier because in the end, satisfaction comes from how you feel about your decision, not the decision itself. And Logan says the current dating climate creates maximizers out of many of us. No one ever seems good enough, and we wonder if we could be happier with someone else. Ultimately, maximizers need to learn how to embrace their decisions. Lastly, our hesitators. So if you related to hesitators, you will find that you delay dating because you don't feel 100% ready. Logan wants you to know that perfection is a lie. Everyone else is imperfect too, even the person you'll eventually end up with. By waiting to date, hesitators miss out on a chance to develop their dating skills and figure out what type of person they want to be. And Logan gives a few examples of things that you can do to learn to overcome hesitation. Practice setting deadlines for yourself. Do prep work for your new dating life. Tell other people about your plan and start with small goals. She also adds that you should stop talking to your ex. So today, I want you to think if you are in the dating world, but also if you're not, you know, I think any of these can apply to a long-term relationship too, right? If we're a hesitator or a maximizer or a romanticizer, it can show up in our long-term relationships by preventing us from really being able to be vulnerable and connected with people. Anyway, I want you to think about what you relate to. And I want you to think about what you can do so that you can actually 
begin to open yourself up to connection and vulnerability. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and you can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you. So please take a moment to leave us a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom.fm app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash goodrisings, ask questions, and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.